Real estate investors, are you prepared for lower interest rates this year? That's right, I said lower, not higher. Find out what I mean in today's episode. Stay tuned. Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Hi, welcome back to the show. As always, your host here, Andrew LaFleur. Thanks for listening in. If you haven't had a chance yet, uh, make sure you do check last the last uh, episode from last week with Mortgage Jake. Getting a lot of positive comments about that. A lot of people found some serious value from that episode. So make sure you go back and check out the episode there with Mortgage Jake if you haven't already. On today's episode, as I mentioned in the intro, I want to talk about interest rates and specifically I want to ask you, the condo investor, I want to ask you the question, are you prepared for lower interest rates to come this year, possibly very soon? That's right. I'm talking about lower interest rates. So obviously, uh, most of the chatter and most of the talk in the marketplace and in the industry over the past few years has been higher interest rates. Actually, it's been nothing but talk about higher interest rates probably for about a decade, um, almost as long as I've been in the business. To be honest, I've, I've been doing this, uh, helping people invest in the condo market um, as a real estate agent. Oh, well, it's almost, uh, I guess it's 12 years, uh, 12 years this month, actually, um, that I've been doing this. And for the vast majority of those 12 years, probably the last 10 years, all the chatter has been about interest rates are so low, they're too low, they're historically low. Interest rates, they go down, but they always go back up and they will go back up and they'll always go up and they're too low and get ready, everybody, you know, be prepared. It's all going to change when interest rates get back up to normal. So, um, or, you know, I'm not going to buy because what if I buy today and uh, interest rates go up then, the, you know, the, the math doesn't work out. If my mortgage is X percent instead of X percent that I'm paying now, then, uh, it just doesn't work. So, you know, I'm going to sit on the sidelines. So yeah, I've been, I've heard it all, uh, over the last 10 years and, um, yes, interest rates have finally after, you know, eight years of chatter, they've finally come up from the low, low, low levels they've been at, but they're still very low. They haven't come up very much. Um, they've, they've gone up, I think five times. So just over a percentage they've gone up since 2017 to where we are today in the current sort of interest rate cycle. But they're still very, very low, still historically low, still lower today than when I bought my first property back in 2000, what was it, 2006, I believe, um, when I bought my first condo. Interest rates today are still lower than they were then. So, um, yeah, I mean, that pretty much tells you all you need to know. After after uh, 13 years, they're still lower. Um, and they've been basically lower. Uh, shortly after I purchased that first condo, the interest rates started trending down. Uh, actually, no, so they went up. They went up a little bit after I purchased, and then uh, for maybe six months, nine months, something like that, and then they started trending down from that point onward. And they basically basically been down in the basement for 
that better part there of uh, of the last 13 years. Until recently, they've started to come up, as I said, but they're still lower than where they were back then. So what's going on here? Um, as I've talked about many times in the podcast, my own personal take on the matter, my own thesis is that uh, we are in a low interest rate environment. And we're going to continue to be here basically for many years to come. Um, perhaps this is going to be uh, decades to come. Um, some, some people are of that mind and some, some analysts and economists are of that mind. And I personally uh, am leaning towards that side of things. I really don't see us returning to, uh, to getting us out of this hole that we've dug of super low interest rates anytime soon. I think, uh, I think it's just the new reality of the world that we're in for the time being. Um, of course, I could be wrong, but uh, based on observing it and studying it and looking at it over the last, uh, you know, over the last 13 years, I think we're going to be here for a while to come. It's just very hard to get out of this hole once you're down in it. Um, as we've seen uh, the past few months, so data just came out this week actually, and said that the the economy in Canada um, actually shrunk perhaps slightly, uh, 0.1%. The economy actually might have shrunk in December, uh, which again is crazy. I mean, uh, overall the economy is doing very well, but we just basically the, you know, we can't handle these slightly higher interest rates and everything sort of starts to fall apart. So the Bank of Canada just is, is walking a tightrope here. They're, they're, they want to get interest rates up higher, um, perhaps if for nothing else, and just so that they have some place to go if a recession does hit. They want to get them up to a higher point. But every time they try to do that, and they've been trying over the past couple of years, and they've only been able to get it up, as I said, uh, about one, I think it's one and a quarter percent, something like that. Uh, and, and here we are just with that slight little increase over a long period of time and, and the economy shows major signs of weakness. So as expected, um, with the news coming out, we're starting to see headlines and we're starting to hear chatter about, forget about interest rate increases in 2019, start getting ready perhaps for interest rate decreases in 2019 if this continues and if the economic numbers continue to be like this. So here, not, sure enough, there's an article uh, here. I'll include a link in the show notes uh, from this week. Bank of Canada to cut rates before the end of 2019, says Capital Economics. Now, normally I wouldn't quote anything or take anything uh, too seriously from Capital Economics simply from the fact, because of the fact that they are um, possibly you know, one of Canada's most famous uh, on public record housing bears. And, and they've been uh, a, a very bearish on, on all things housing for years and years and years. Uh, these are the guys that have called time and time again for, you know, 40%, 50% housing crash in Canada. They've been saying it for years and years. Of course, it hasn't happened. Um, but... Uh, you know, interesting to note that that I find it interesting that these guys who you know you would think would uh, they wouldn't want to say anything that could potentially stimulate the housing market because their whole thesis is the housing market is going to crash, but here we are and they're calling for interest rates to uh, decrease in 2019, which obviously would be a stimulant to housing if you have lower interest rates and in, generally speaking. 
But yeah, I think more and more people we're going to see calling for it, not just uh, capital economics types, uh, but but other people on both sides of the housing equation, both bear and bull. Uh, we'll we'll start to see more and more of this. So, just to recap, um, taking a step back from this, and and we'll talk more about, you know, what I have to say about if you know getting ready, are you prepared for interest rates decreasing? But let's recap a couple of the forces that are holding back the housing market. So yeah, the housing market in the GTA and our little bubble here in Toronto is is doing very well, very strong market overall. Um, but across Canada, the ha- the story is a little bit different. The 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 housing market across Canada is definitely, um, you know, not as strong. Uh, wouldn't say it's it's certainly not terrible, but it, it's it's not uh, showing signs of strength. And a couple of the factors, two big factors that are um, sort of affecting the housing market broadly speaking across the whole country. Number one is the fact that interest rates have risen. Uh, even though they haven't risen much, they still have risen. And the cost of getting a mortgage is more than it was, you know, a year and a half, two years ago. You know, you could get a fixed mortgage rate as low, you know, the market sort of bottomed out. You could get five-year fixed mortgages around like 2.2%. And now today, five-year mortgage fixed is around 3.5%. Variable mortgages, you could get uh, around 2% uh, at the bottom there, and now variable today, somewhere around 3%, uh, 3.2%, something like that. So interest rates have, uh, actual mortgage rates have gone up around a percent to a percent and a half, depending on who you are, um, over the last couple of years. So that obviously has been a force, a factor in the market, broadly speaking, across the country, that is holding the housing market back in across the country. Uh, and the second thing, of course, which we talk about all the time, is the stress test. And the stress test was brought in uh, 14 months ago now. And the stress test, of course, rest- you know, puts a greater um, restriction on you, the borrower, basically reduce your buying power by about 20%. So when you combine prices of, of Properties going up significantly and your ability to buy going down significantly, that has been a major force, a factor, a drag on the housing market overall across the country. Again, we're not speaking specifically about Toronto, but just in general, trying to put yourself in the in the shoes of somebody thinking about the real estate markets across the country, like the uh, the Bank of Canada who sets interest rates, the federal government who makes some of these decisions, OFSI, and so on, thinking about this from big picture perspective. So those are some of the forces holding things back. Now, talk about potential new developments or changes, things to watch for that may affect interest rates, that may actually... Uh, cause some things surprising to happen like lower interest rates what are some developments or or, or improvements in the housing what are some developments that you need to be watching for as a real estate investor in 2019 well and what am i watching for well number one on my mind is the federal election coming up and uh, anytime there's an election uh, especially federally you're going to get Um, you're going to hear some wild things and some interesting proposals from all the different parties. And 
one of the things that uh, you know that that is potentially on the table is is making you know making it easier for people to get into housing and to purchase real estate. So the stress test is the stress test going to be removed? Is it going to be altered in some ways? Is this is is there going to be less stress of a less of a stressful stress test um, instead of two percent? Is it going to be one percent? You know. Uh, what kind of proposals are going to be out there and how might that affect the market and, and what will actually be implemented? Um, will they do something with amortization uh, periods? Will they bring back longer amortizations to effectively lower your monthly cost of borrowing? Um, what other, you know, will they give rebates or tax breaks or something for first time buyers, you know, to help people get into the market or for people moving from renting to buying, um, you know, who knows what they might come up with. There's always uh, new, new surprises to come, but the point is it's an election year. So we can expect there will be some of these cookies that will be offered to us as voters so that we will vote for the various parties um, particularly the party, the Liberal Party that's in power, I think uh, the, the pressure's on them to uh, to offer some of these cookies for people. Again, broadly speaking, not just thinking about Toronto, but across Canada, there's a lot of people who who are not happy uh, because they want to get into the housing market, but rising interest rates and the stress tests have been a couple of major factors holding them back. So, and rising prices. So. Um, that's an interesting, uh, interesting thing that we want to keep our eyes on. And the other obviously big potential development, as I already alluded to, is just lower interest rates. And the fact that, um, forget about the election and just uh, the Bank of Canada may just lo- have to lower interest rates. If this, if this economic data that's coming out continues, and if we're seeing slowing growth uh, or uh, actual negative growth, and we're potentially entering into a technical recession period, certainly um, that would be a strong impetus to actually lower interest rates. So as much as the Bank of Canada has been almost trying to talk it into existence, you know, name it and claim it, uh, sort of, if we just keep saying it enough, we're going to raise interest rates, maybe that people will get it in their head and the economy will somehow forge the path ahead to make that happen. Well, it only works to a certain extent. Uh, you know, you, you can you can only work with the cards you have. And right now, the cards that they have are, are not good. And they're not saying raising interest rates. Probably interest rates are, are not going to go down anytime in the next, you know, they have an announcement this week. Certainly, I wouldn't expect them to lower interest rates this week. Uh, they'll probably 95% chance they'll just keep them where they are. But at some point this year, uh, if this continues, they probably are are going to have to lower interest rates, um, uh, with the, with this weak economic uh, economic data that's coming in. So, in conclusion, pulling this back, uh, wrapping this back to to uh, where we started, are you prepared as a real estate investor for lower interest rates? Well, what I mean ultimately is nothing's guaranteed in this business of real estate investing. You have to be prepared for anything. Interest rates going up, interest rates going down, interest rates going nowhere. Um, you know, great economic times, bad economic times. Uh, you, you as an investor have to be prepared for it all. I mean, the best way to, to get through a storm is just to, you know, or the good times, the highs and the lows is just to have a long-term mentality and understanding that real estate is a long-term game. 
the market's going to go up and the market's going to go down all the way up. Uh, it just continues over the long run. It's just going to continue to go up. And the longer that you are in the game, the longer that you have uh, uh, equity in the, in, uh, in the market, the greater that equity is going to become over time. Uh, if you're a short-term thinker, you're never going to win at this game. You're going to, you know, you're, it's very risky and you're, you're most likely going to, going to lose. The house always wins uh, in, in the short-term sort of scenarios. But if you're in it for the long-term, if you understand how to play the game with a long-term mindset, you're going to be fine regardless of interest rates going up or down. You know, you are going to be more than fine in the long run. Uh, don't be surprised if nothing happens this year, or don't be surprised if something big happens this year. So we might not see interest rates 12 months from now might be the exact same place where they are right now. We, you know, we might get some good economic news. We might get some bad economic news. Uh, the federal election might come and go with no major changes to the stress test or, you know, cookies for first time buyer none of it might happen or there might be something huge and different and it might you know set fire to the real estate markets across the country you know the stress test could disappear overnight and prices would shoot up overnight all across the country if they did that um it's probably not going to happen but it might happen and it's just important as an investor to uh to be aware of these things and to be understanding that, um, again, nothing is guaranteed in this business and anything is possible. But overall, just another reminder when it comes to this conversation around interest rates that um, ri overall, rising interest rates is ultimately a good thing. Rising interest rates indicates a strong economy and, and you know all things being considered as investors, we would prefer to have interest rates going up than interest rates going down, even though when they go down, we are, uh, you know, it becomes cheaper to acquire assets, which is good. Um, but it, it's, it's a signal that the under, underlying economy is not doing well. And ultimately, what we want as investors is for a strong and growing economy. Um, and as long as the economy is strong and growing, people have jobs, people have incomes, people are making a little bit more money today than they were yesterday then that's going to keep prices moving forward and rents moving forward. Ultimately, that's what we want. But of course, we know things don't always go up forever in a straight line. There will be uh, ups and downs in any market. So there you have it. Uh, I hope that gives you some food for thought as you're thinking about the year ahead and um, as you're thinking that, hey, you know what? Maybe interest rates might actually go down this year instead of up. And how might that uh, affect your um, your plan and your strategy as an investor as you're building out your portfolio. Hope you found some value from this episode. If you did, go ahead and share this with somebody that you know. Pass it along. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Leave a review or a rating on iTunes. I would appreciate that. And of course, make sure you're receiving our weekly email updates. You don't want to miss them. They are the best email in the Toronto condo market. Coming at you every single week. Um, and you'll never miss a great investment opportunity. If you're getting those emails, just sign up anywhere at truecondos.com with your name and email. Thanks very much, and until next time, happy investing. Talk soon. 
Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com. Oh,